0: Hey, Trauma Nerds. Welcome to this week's mini episode. We have a recording here of one of our recent live chats on Instagram, in which Justin and I answer a couple of listener questions again. If you want to be a part of it, you can definitely join us. Every Sunday night, Justin and I go live on Instagram around 9.15 or 9.20ish or so. That's 9.15, 9.20 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So hopefully we see you there next time, and I hope you enjoy this mini episode.
1: Alright, you ready to roll? So ready. Alright, we got a comment here. It says, I really enjoy learning about this because it makes so much sense. It does. It feels validating and workable. Like I myself can do something to help myself instead of just sitting in the diagnosis of what I am. That is a heavy statement, but um she's right. Like that's it, it is this level of I get this on a very deep intrinsic sense and I can apply this on my own. And it gives me a new story. You know. I, I'm exactly uh, with you on that level. You know. I wanted to comment yeah. on what. If 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 you don't mind on what she said here. I don't mind. It says. Like I can do something to help myself. Instead of just sitting in the diagnosis of what I am. You know how I get stuck on wording right?
0: Yes. I love it actually.
1: We're. Oh do you? Okay. So this is for everybody. You You. I don't think this. You are not. You are diagnosis, right? Right. You're just not. Um, Your diagnosis, let's talk about, I'll I'll talk about what diagnosis is real quick. I don't know if you agree with me on this level, but I'll talk about what I think diagnosis is.
0: I think just to put it out there, I think I agree with you to a certain extent, and then there is definitely a place where you and I diverge. Okay. So. Fair enough. Let's see.
1: So diagnosis is what professionals It's a language that we use to communicate with each other. And I I don't know about the DSM-5, but in the DSM-4, and I believe the 3, it said in the introduction, this is to create a common language amongst professionals. It's not supposed to be for someone to take and say, yes, this is me. It's not a label. Well, it is a label. But it's not a defining characteristic of who you are. It's It's just so that people like Mercedes and I can say, I'm working with someone who has What we call depression. And when she hears that, she's going to assume that it means a few different things that fall along under the the label of depression. But that's pretty much as far as it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be that and for uh, what, uh, billing purposes? Right. For insurance, like coding. But it's not who you are. Your diagnosis is not who you are. It's just a label so that Mercedes and I or your psychiatrist and I can communicate with each other without having to list out all the symptoms one by one, mm-hmm. we, we would just say anxiety. or We would just say depression instead of anhedonia, lack of motivation, isolation, blah, 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 blah. Right. We just say depression. And that says a lot versus all the symptoms. It's so a common that's language di- thing. That's it. Yeah. That's, all diag- that's really all diagnosis is. No one is, as far as I know, no one's doing any sort of genetic testing, chemical testing, Uh, That's. I don't think it's happening. I haven't worked in those places where that's happening. It's it's just a cluster of symptoms, and we put a label on it, and it's extremely subjective. So it's not a who you are thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's something I want to. I'll talk more and more about in the future. I think it's, but I. I, It saddens me that people take their diagnosis and say this is who I am, or I am, this thing. You know, when it's really not.
0: Yeah, but I think there's definitely a, um, like a natural affinity to the label and i i think i think that happens across like not just in in mental health diagnoses but across labels just labelhood like um the bad kid or yeah. the dumb one of siblings or you know that kind of stuff i think a person starts to feel starts to identify with the label because in a way it defines them not not in a definition of who they are, but in a definition of what they feel or what they experience. And so I think then it then that's where things start to blur a little bit where now I have become my diagnosis versus this is a a label to use for common language amongst the professionals. You know, I think that's what happens. But but I do agree with you. I, I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I know that you and I have had this conversation a gajillion and six times and you've definitely kind of swayed me a little bit more more towards your way of thinking and a little bit further away from what I used to think. But but I think I I guess I'm just validating that that there's It's such a common thing for people to do, especially when they're going through something, especially also when you feel alone in that. A person, for example, who suffers from depression might feel alone in that. And so understanding that there's this label that is commonly accepted and therefore means that all these other people also experience the same things I'm going through. I think there's a little bit of, um, what's the word, comfort in that.
1: I think that I agree with you. There's a normalization of, okay, it's this thing as if it's an external thing that's affecting us as if it's like, well, like an illness or something or a bacteria or a disease that has somehow infected us and is causing these things. Mm-hmm. But that's, as far as I'm concerned, it's just it's just not super accurate. It's more of a reflection of your, the state of your nerves, nervous system. It's not an external thing. It's It's just where you're at. And I think it does bring a sense of Like it's an answer and people are like, why am I like this? And why am I, they think they're broken. They want an explanation. They're desperate. And so a therapist or psychiatrist comes along and says, well, you have depression. Like it's a thing that you, a thing that you have. And it brings this sense of, oh, okay, there's an answer. And I'm not the only one. And other people out there have this thing called depression or whatever it is. And then the label gets kind of intermixed with like a community in a sense of self. And all of a sudden it's this thing mm-hmm. that I think it's kind of way out of hand. But it is this answer. It's like we, we talk about stories, you know. And having a new story can actually help yeah, to change your state a little bit. So having a new story and having an answer and not being so desperate is a sense of relief, I think. So on that level, I can I, I see why people get attached to these labels. But really, once you get unstuck and you're no longer in your shutdown place, are you still... Or do you still have depression? I, I I wouldn't think so.
0: I think that's the thing too. And I know that for on my own mental health journey, stuff that you and I have talked about, I know it's really helped me to um, assimilate a lot of these polyvagal concepts into my own, what's the word, self-image, into my own identity. It's really helped me a lot to kind of shift my own thinking towards myself and towards others as far as the work that we do as therapists. I think that's really helped a lot is is having the polyvagal language and these concepts that explain in a biological way the stuff that is happening emotionally or mentally I think it really helps there's a lot of validation in it there's a lot of normalization in it and it definitely has helped me at least and from what I hear others it's helped the story change which like you're saying once the story changes then it doesn't feel any more like I am depressed it feels more like You know, depression is this thing. Depression is this group of symptoms that I was experiencing for a while. And then now, you know, I've moved out of that state, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's no longer something that a person will define themselves as. It's something, it's a temporary state of being.
1: Temporary, yeah. But it's more of a like the nervous system piece you're talking about, Well,
0: right, 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 right. yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, someone said, "I, I, I identify being quote unquote, being those labels while in dorsal less than shutdown, but not so much during ventral, which is the safe and social. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. Yeah. If you're in a safe and social state, you're simply not going to be doing those shutdown things. You'll be connected to other people. You'll be able to relax and be still and be calm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're in dorsal, which is the shutdown state, you lose access to your safe and social um, connection with other people and it, life becomes very numb or gray or foggy, um, maybe dissociative. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different state. It's a completely different state. It is. And the, the, the point or the trick is to work your way up the ladder as much as you can and that when you drop back down, you can come right back up a little bit easier each time to build a, a resiliency, right? Yeah. But it's a temporary, It should, it's supposed to be a temporary thing. But I think that human beings, we get stuck in these states. And we've talked a lot about that. But um, honestly, in my opinion, if my concern And I think I see this happening is that when we get these labels and if we get the label of depression, that, that it finalizes it. Actually, I'll say, let's say, let's say anxiety because I, I listened to a podcast recently where there was someone who was running an anxiety clinic and, um, she was talking about different types of anxiety and what it's all about. And she was saying it's genetic and chemical and blah, blah, blah. And every time she says that at our clinic, we treat anxiety, she changed it to, she would say treat. And then she would say, "Manage anxiety," as if it's a permanent. And she would say, "It's a permanent thing. We never really quite get a, We never quite get yeah. rid of it. It as like it's a different, separate thing within right. us." Right. And she kept saying, "We manage it like it's a permanent thing." And that's my concern with these labels, is that if I have this thing in me or somehow affecting me, if I am anxiety or I am depressed or whatever, right, that it's no longer a temporary thing. It's now it's a, it's permanent. It's my part of my identity. That, that's my big concern with, with diagnosis. And it's, well, it's way off the path of what diagnosis is supposed to be, which is just yeah. a common language amongst people like you and me. You know?
0: Well, and I think that then that turns into a whole lot of other, you know, it branches off into other things where I know I've seen. So thinking about the diagnosis, say anxiety as being part of who we are, then that be- can become like a crutch. That, well, I'm anxious and this is as far as I can get, or I'm anxious and that's why this is all I can do. It becomes like an excuse almost as to why yeah. there are things well, we can't accomplish or do in our lives. Yeah. And then yeah. I think in another branch off of that too, is like a self-fulfilling prophecy thing. You know, I am anxious, therefore I cannot accomplish X, Y, Z things. And so then I'm not even going to try to accomplish X, Y, Z, thing, you know, the self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. thing yeah there's a whole lot of danger in becoming identifying as just the diagnosis rather than it being a temporary state
1: totally it's the story if, if that's the story mm-hmm. that i am or i have anxiety rather than right now i feel anxious that's that's a lot different you know yeah. i i have and I, I need to be medicated for it and i have to deal with this or manage it the rest of my life that's the story that's you a know lot how to respond to that.
0: Oh, Siri.
1: Uh, Siri thought I was talking to her. <laughs> that freaked me out.
0: <laughs> Siri just busts in whenever... She says, I don't
1: I don't know how to respond to that. Exactly, Siri, because it makes sense. So that that's... I don't even know where I left off, but that, that's my concern. You
0: know who Siri is? <laughs> Siri is the character in the movie that is there just for comedic... What is it called? For... <laughs> To lighten the mood. Yeah. What is it called? Like There's, I just told you. Com- comedy it. relief or something like com- that. Yeah. Yes. Comedic relief. Yes. Yeah. That's who Siri is.
1: <laughs> but it's, I don't know what I was saying, but it's, it's, um, <laughs> what was it, I was saying it's a new story, but that it kind of, yeah. it makes things permanent versus temporary.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Good. Good.
1: All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye, everyone.